0: we're gonna two three.
1: 2, 3, 4, What
0: is the reason everybody should be shaking in the house tonight? And you should wear your... now i want to die i I usually we start out well hello hello everybody welcome to the spears and Steinberg podcast you know uh usually we start out kind of light at first and then we try to build towards the heavy shit but um prior to you getting here man and we're in west palm beach florida i was outside having my normal uh afternoon cocktail and smoking my square and i got into some shit where I, i looked at some of kanye's tweets uh crazy kanye And then I start going back and forth with this nameless, faceless dude on Twitter who I can tell by his commentary is clearly of the Caucasian breed. Uh, And it's been a heated exchange. So I don't want to waste any time. I want to bust right into this SWAT team helicopter over the roof. Tear gas busting through the ceiling, coming down on a rope. Laser red scope. Attack. Attack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Crazy Kanye. Uh, f- f- and, and you know, I, I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that. Well, first of all, let me let me read his tweet. Let, let me read. All right. There was a, This is Kanye West. There was a time when slavery was the trend, and apparently that time is still upon us. But now it's a mentality to which I responded, "Dude, I am thoroughly convinced." Even though I have yet to know. That once you've reached an elite status of fame, power, and wealth, there are automatic neurotoxins that chemically through the bloodstream make you say and do unearthly wild shit. So to his, you know, to Kanye's tweet, I wrote, slavery equals trend, man, this nigga here. To which, of course, this faceless, nameless guy uh, responds to me, um... So now Kanye West is an Uncle Tom because he is smart enough to escape from the Democratic plantation. Someone let this guy, me, he's talking to, know that ignorance and stupidity is beyond colorblind. I mean, beyond color. Stupid shit like this divides America. And then he calls me a fucking puppet. Um, and I want to say this to and I put in quotation marks. Because I don't want, again, white people to think that I mean all white people. And again, I, one of the lines I'm proud of that I used to say in my stand-up is that black people recognize not all white people are racist, but as a race, you guys are known for racism. So I said um, to this guy, and the whole time I'm asking him, yo, what color are you, dude? And he refuses to tell me, but based on his commentary about kumbaya and colorless world and living in the right and I fucking already know the answer to the question. I just want him to admit it, but he won't admit it. So I know it's a white dude. So I go, dear some white folk, ask yourself this very serious question. When some of you guys defend the actions of who we in the black community call Uncle Toms, Uncle Toms, why is it that only you guys seem to agree with what they say while the rest of us don't? You ever think maybe we know what the fuck we're talking about given the plight and the historical background of this country and what we have gone and continue to go through don't you think that we know because it's always interesting to me when i see on twitter where we call certain niggas uncle toms and all the defenders that come to their rescue are white people who say the same shit what this guy said about being mentally free and from the shackles of the democratic plantation blah blah fucking blah like you, 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 you don't ever stop to think. Wait a minute. Given the historical facts and 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 background of what Black people have gone through in this country, maybe they, as a whole, know what the fuck they're talking about. So now I'm, I'm going on a rant, and I, I'm gonna let you have the floor, Andy. But I, I gotta, I, in succession, I want to keep this rhythm. Okay. So so yeah. After he said that, I go. You know, it's comments like this that let me know. And again, quotation marks. Some white people never truly take the time to understand the black community and its people's plight. Just because you enjoy our music and our culture and occasionally eat collard greens and grits don't mean you qualified to step to the podium. So then he goes and comments like this. Let me know some quotation marks, meaning me. People, regardless of all the proofs, will still continue to divide America as a place where race is important. And I'm thinking, when is race never important? But anyway, he goes, what are you doing better? Anything by talking shit to Kanye West for not poisoning the black youth. And my last comment to him was this. Well, while the cops continue to kill my people without consequence, I'll continue to speak. This kumbaya world you want to live in where you act like there isn't a problem is not the world that I live in. Now, sir, if you'll excuse me, I got to go. I got some Caucasian pussy I need to slay. (laughs) So, again, as black people, yes, we would love to live in a fucking world where race doesn't matter. We would love to not get killed unarmed by the cops. We would love to not face racist discrimination on a regular basis. We would love for Colin Kaepernick to not have to kneel. We would love for Blackish to be able to air their Colin Kaepernick episode, which was squashed, but yet Roseanne gets to go and pump Trump. We would love that kind of equality, but that's not the fucking reality of the world we live in. And I think some white people. And I, and I, believe me, I, again, I'm saying some because I do love you, motherfuckers. Um, ain't nothing like a drunk white bitch because y'all show y'all titties in public when y'all get loose. But I would love like, but but the reality is, we don't live in that world. But some of you guys are so fucking naive and insensitive, and want to believe that we're playing on an even playground with even rules that you 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 just totally dismiss any argument that black people have or any validity to what the situation is because it makes you uncomfortable. Knock get the fuck off. When we call people like a Paris Denard, Sheriff Clark, Diamond and Silk, or as I famously call them, mm-hmm, and Sho-Liz, fucking Larry Elder, this chick that, I forget her name, Candace Owen, that Kanye supports, who and she's a diehard Trump supporter. When we call these niggas coons, It's for a reason. Miss me with all that bullshit that you think it is about democratic plantation slavery being held down by the liberals and the Hollywood elite. Get the fuck out of here. We know coons. We've been dealing with them since slavery. When niggas have they, this is an official nigga meeting because we try to escape the freedom. It was the coon niggas that told on them that got them fucked up. Coons is a hist- is a is a history. It's in the bloodline. It's been existent since we've been existing. You don't. You're not qualified to speak on nigga shit just because you like to dance to our music. Fall back, man. And I'm and I said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. This this bullshit theory y'all come up with that somehow conservatives and the right are less than the democrats and the liberals. Because you want to bring up that they started uh, the the Klan. So somehow we're in love with the real enemy. Listen, the right didn't love niggas no more than the left. Don't act like the right ain't had slaves, never owned slaves, never hurt niggas, never hung niggas. The, the crooked cops, lawyers, politicians were never in power on the right that were racist. Bad is bad. You know what I'm saying? So, so stop trying to make one racism better than the other. It's still racism. It ain't fucking one is regular racism and the other is diet racism. It's fucking bad. So not miss me with that shit. Yeah, you bring up Lincoln. Lincoln freed niggas not because he liked niggas. He did it as a business move. And I know we talked about this on the podcast, but I got to bring it up because I got to treat you ignorant niggas like children. I got to smack you in the doctor's office and tell you quit touching the supplies and sit down. Damn it! All right, God damn it! Shit, ding, ding! I'm
1: going to my corner. Okay, so, so you, but you, okay. Here's my here's my issue with everything you just said, and only one issue with it is, uh, I, I just didn't get to the part where you said, do you agree that the right or the left isn't have any, isn't more valid? Isn't it really the people that you have to look at, and not not the ideology? Because I'm yeah. looking
0: at the people on both sides. My point is, stop trying to make me believe, because that's always their argument. Oh, you, you black people, you're stupid for being democratic when the Democrats did this. Oh, like the right didn't do this?
1: No, and I, and I agree with what you're saying there, but both sides are bad. I just said that. Okay, that's why I want to make sure that yeah. both sides are bad. Don't
0: tell me one is, they're both racism. That's why I'm sarcastically going, is one regular racism and the other diet? It's still racism. So we need to look at the quality. What you think, the the right hung lick niggas with the rope not
1: as tight? So we need to look at the quality and the character of the the, uh, people that we elect.
0: Listen, I only dance with the left because, again, if slavery was here, I think they might be quicker to sign my freedom papers.
1: You know, I just, I really think that it's time that we... Stop! The, America needs to realize America is about team sports. There's a there's a. It should be, but no, that's what it is because they look at the Republicans and Democrats as a team. And if you're a Republican, you got to you got to you got to have your team win. And if you're a Democrat, you got to have your team win. When they're both, we're not a team. As a Republican and Democrat, we should be a team. as in putting the best people in office so that we can get what we deserve. Right. Not, 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 not our team. Right. Um. I have something for you that I was gonna have, that I was gonna read for you because it was that quote from Lincoln. I had that quote from Lincoln that you needed.
0: That proves the point. Yeah, yeah. I read a quote. I, I wish I saved it, but I read a quote. Where, I had it. I had where it. He, where he basically said straight up, "Fuck niggas.
1: I'm only doing this for the for the for the betterment of the business. No, what he, what he said is if if he could uh, if he could keep the union together without freeing one slave. He would, he would do, do it. Do that.
0: Okay, so that's that's there. The
1: that that that's loosely the uh uh the quote right there. Um All right. So no, I I get what you're saying, but I think it's time we start looking for putting the people uh in office that will do the best for us, not the party cuz the parties are the same now. Right. And the other thing when you said something about how you knew it was a white dude. I knew it was a white dude when he said you said something about he said uh uh not based on color or something like that. They are,
0: that's that's the go to. It's always let's act like color doesn't exist.
1: But that's what the beauty of America is is that it's it's a rainbow of different colors. That we are uh, that we do all come together eventually hopefully someday. But that you have to appreciate everybody's culture in order to make this work. Right. And you can't look at it as uh and I think that's I think that's what the problem is is when you get to white culture is that they want to homogenize everything. Everything has to be right. The same, Right. when it's not, it should be. We should enjoy it all as, uh, as what it is, right? Yeah, in
0: theory. In theory, but I, I, also think that when you again, and I use this word, you know, I put emphasis on this word, naive. I think, I think when you when you're naive to where you want to act like there isn't a problem or it's not about race, and you try to avoid that. You're really adding to the problem, because in order to fix it, you got to get you you got to go through the pain. You got to roll your sleeves up, tighten your bootstraps, and you got to dive in, and which is which means you got to deal with uncomfortable conversation. You got to deal with potentially heated emotions. You you know, it's it's that's why I always feel like race is still always the one taboo subject that's hard for people to face.
1: Well, I think because. Because we are visual people. As, a, as, a, as humans, we're visual. And as, if, if you're black, you stand out in a group of white people. There's more white people than there are black people. So black people stand out in that, correct? Okay. I'm just saying that I, I think that we, have, as white people, we have, I'll tell you the story, and I don't know if this is going to make any sense or not, but I'll tell the story. I was, uh, <laughs> I was, I, I was robbed at gunpoint by two black dudes. Right. One older and one younger. One was about probably like 38, 40, and one was like probably twenty two. Did I find out some of the stuff from you later? Like I knew you, you
0: mentioned to me you did coke, uh, but goddamn, you this is heavy shit. Yeah, I'm just
1: now finding out two niggas robbed you. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, it, it, it's it's a weird story, but and I'll just there's some white people listening to this right now going fucking see see yeah right got it.
1: But I want to tell you where the where the where the racist part comes in right. Um, so well, first of all, I did try to make it. I won't tell this part. I'll tell you this other part. Um, you leaving out juice? No, no, no. It's just what happened. Well, when, I'll tell you. The, no, I will tell you. Uh, but when uh, the police called, the first thing they asked me is, I they said, uh, what did they look like? And I said, I don't know. They had covers over their face. And then she just goes flatly. She goes, were they black, Mexican, or Caucasian? But black and Mexican came first. First, and I and I went I, and I said this because I'm a smart ass. I said, "It couldn't have been an Asian." And she said she said, "Sir, we're trying to help you." And I said, "Uh, they were two black." <laughs> It'd be funny. She said, "Sir, we're trying to help you. They were black?" <laughs> <laughs> but here here's the here's the problem. And here's where here's what I'm trying to say. If you stand out in a group, I I mean, I was traumatized, but it. seriously, it was at gunpoint. It was two guns, one went to the back of my head and one to my back. Wow. And uh for, for the next probably month, every time I saw two black dudes and yeah. one was older and one was younger, right. I was like, is that them? Is that them? Right. In the area that this happened. Yeah. If it was two white dudes, would I still drive around looking or is there too many white dudes in my area for me to go, is that them? Is that them? Right. I don't know. I'm just going to tell you, it took me uh, it took me about a month before I stopped looking if I saw two white dudes and one was wearing a t-shirt cuz one of the dudes was wearing just a white t-shirt, wow. I, w- I was looking like I was scared, like it wow. made me scared. And I think that that is the reaction because a public uh, the way that sometimes the the black community has been perceived, not community, the black some black individuals have been perceived through either movies, television or the way black people are portrayed yeah. in this country yeah. that when you're driving around and you're white, and uh, you see someone who's black that doesn't normally fit into that area. Right. Automatically, there's a problem.
0: Dude, I got, again, and those of you who are familiar with the podcast know every now and then I'll go school of Patrice. He tells this great fucking this joke on uh, Opie and Anthony where he was talking about how he, as a black dude, was in a rough part of Harlem. And I guess he almost, like, came across some black dudes coming in his direction. And he instinctively just turned around and... Walk, walk the other way. And Anthony was like, you know, he's your own people. Why would you do that? He goes, because I know niggas can be dangerous. He goes, you know, it's just a natural instinct based on stereotype and race for you to respond a certain way, even if that might not be the case. He goes, if I'm in the fucking south and I'm walking down a wooded path and I see five ball headed white dudes coming towards me, I'm not going to assume they all got cancer. I'm fucking <laughs> running."
1: <laughs> Dude,
0: uh, God rest his soul—the greatest of all time, one of the greatest of all time,
1: Patrice O'Neill. But I really think that this is culturally because we're we're not we we judge just based on what we what what we're told hey, and what
0: we see. Listen, I, I you know I I always have more respect for the honesty of it because I just think that based on the climate of this country and the history of this country, there's just a natural inclination. To be a little racial You know And again I used to say in one of my jokes Everybody's a little racist You might not be smack a taco Out of Mexican hand racist But we're all a little racist And whenever I ask white women Certain white women in the crowd during my show Hey would you ever fuck a black dude And some of them you know as liberal as they could be Yeah No hesitation But every now and then I come against that one white woman Would you ever fuck a black dude One Mississippi Two Mississippi Fifty two Mississippis later yeah, and I'm like, "Bitch, you act like you just had cough medicine, ah, you know, with the tongue out, ah, and you make the sour face." So, listen for whatever that reason may
1: be for you to do that. That's that little racial in you, but but is that truly is that? But is that racism because you would want to sleep with a black dude? It's it's a little racism. Okay, so if I look at if I'm looking at women and in women, and then someone says, "Would you sleep with a whatever an Asian woman?" Right let's be specific let's uh let's go uh Vietnamese woman all right I'm not attracted to Vietnamese women why I don't know you do know no how the fuck you don't know you do know I don't like
0: Indian food because of the way it smells it stinks there's something I can't eat something that smells bad I, I mean, which I, is why I, like look, if you were gonna eat pussy and it smells like you know uh d- decay you're not eating that shit well yeah but then I, I might be you know Depending on who you talk to, that might
1: be seen as racist that I don't like Indian food because it stinks, or I think it stinks. But no, I think that's fair say. So you at least you have a reason why it's not based on that uh, you a, a, a predetermined ideology. You smell the food; it's not what you desire, right. so you don't eat it. It would be different well, if you would uh, be different if you walked by an Indian restaurant and go, "I heard Indian restaurant food stinks, so I'm not going to go there." Plus, Indian men don't got no swagger. That's
0: another reason no. why I stay away from it. Well, because I always wear tight jeans and New Balance sneakers. There's a lot of New Balance. Um, but why Asian women? There's got to be a
1: reason. I don't know. I like Asian women. I just said that Vietnamese. I, but I why Vietnamese them? Because that's not true. I just picked Vietnamese out of it. I like all women. I really do. I. I it's hard for me to say that. I, I, but I really do. There's not right. There's not a... I, I, but there's no specific reason why I would say Vietnamese? Yeah, because out of all the Asians, Vietnamese is the one that I don't like. Their, their language sounds aggressive and hostile. See, that's a valid
0: reason. Yeah, but it, it might not be the right reason. But it's
1: your reason. But it, it, it's it's, it, it's that it's that sound that the yeah, making, it's not attractive. That, yeah, that yeah. so
0: that's the reason. I don't like fat bitches. So like what like when I, again when I look through Twitter and I see like there's these I'm telling you man I'm gonna show you I'm gonna find one like there's again random there's these certain Twitter f- handles. Thickums, you know, at thickums. And it's just video after video of thick, bad bitches. And I just look at that and I go, how can you fuck a fat bitch? Like, I don't understand what moves the muscles in your dick to get hard. Looking at a bitch who you just know the the space between the joint where the bicep gets ready to turn into the forearm that what do you call that that with the right here what is this the, what would you call that uh, the, the inside inside not the elbow but the opposite side you know what i'm saying yeah, like the right, joint this is the, the elbow jo- joint jo- jo- yeah, the, you, you know interior
1: elbow joint that smells like sour parmesan cheese well you you know that uh that who's that the the that had the little girl and then she was the kind of a big chick that now yeah, looks better i guess she had she had a show on. Uh,
0: oh, the fucking uh, the white chick, the little southern. Yeah,
1: yeah. She used to talk about all all the. Uh, What's the name of that? Honey boo boo. Honey boo boo. Right. She used to talk about that the neck, and how she would get the the neck uh, cheese or something like yeah. that. Yeah. She, she talked about it. so yeah that's yeah, true.
0: Dude, like I did, I did, fat bitches don't turn me on, and you know, and again I, I I like there are some fat broads who you look at, yo they look gorgeous in the face. She's a cute obese chubby bitch and I'm like damn man what a waste of face but I know dudes. Like You're cute. If you get your body right, you are fuckable.
1: I know dudes that like that, though. They like that it's big a, girl. It's, it's a fetish. Whatever it is, it's a fucking but this fetish. Has, but, this, but this isn't. Is this racial? or Are we now talking about a body type that we prefer? Well,
0: I'm just saying whatever type of bigotry there is. But
1: okay. But here's the, here's the thing. Where here's where we're going, and here here we. I was. I'm going to take you on another turn that you weren't even expecting today. With the way the world is working right now, and we're supposed to be very liberal on like ge- gender fluidity. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a point where you're saying you just look at a white girl and you say, "Hey, do you would you sleep with a a, a black dude?" And, right. and and if she goes no, then that's supposed to be that you think of that as kind of racist, right? You just said that. that would Listen, be-
0: I, I I say all the time, uh, if we just talking for the sake of pussy and fucking, I fuck a green bitch. Okay, I, 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 the color doesn't matter to oh. me, but when it's time to get married and have a life
1: i can't fuck with a white okay, girl because white women shed i don't like waking up with pulling the hair out of my mouth how, how you're gonna say that when you, you you're gonna deal with uh with, with uh with wigs and with uh, uh extensions and so uh, an extension and a wig is laying right there or the wig is on top of the First dressing. Of all,
0: i fucking no black woman with no wig okay extensions is one thing of you pull some shit off when you okay. pull off a whole scalp you miss me
1: okay culturally though we have there, there's plus when there's, this
0: shit get hot them wigs stink
1: there's disadvantages then to both sides let's just say that but here's, right. a, here's where i was going to go with this with this new gender gender fluidity as you just said that about a a, uh, a white chick fucking a black dude is it going to be a time when people look at you go see a dude in the audience go well would you fuck another dude and if you don't say yes you would fuck a dude and we're supposed to be gender fluid isn't that going to be racism that
0: i wouldn't fuck a dude yeah that is you this is your
1: Caucasian thinking. No 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 no. I'm talking about the way people are thinking right now. We're supposed to be who, who, gender what people. People are talking about gender fluidity. What? We're not supposed to judge what? anybody. People? Niggas ain't no, you know that. You know better. Dude, you know better. <laughs> I, I, I know I, I know what you're saying right now. I'm just talking about the media, the way that things are set up, the way they're saying that, you know, like you, you are supposed to get to do whatever you want to do and that we're not supposed to judge. So in that gender fluidity I'm not talking about black and white right now. I'm right, just talking right. about oh, yeah, right. The, the way they, the way that this is being portrayed,
0: dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die a dinosaur because I just, there's certain things that I'm just not gonna convert to. You know, this, this, this pussyfied. The, this seems like the further and further we go into this millennial Star Wars like future. Everything is being dumbed down, watered down. Sensitive, I, I you know, I, I take a little bit of pride in when people come up to me and say to me, Yo, man, one of the things I love about you comedically, yo, you seem old school, you, you seem like you the, like a generation of comedian from back then when motherfuckers spoke from their heart and gave it to you, honest. And that might also be my detriment, uh, but I take pride in that because that's I look, maybe if I came up now, like if I was in my teens now and then started doing comedy flash forward to i'm 43 from now i might see it different but i came up i think at that on on that last cusp of the timeline of we ain't gonna make you niggas no more you you like a you like a we like me and you like vcrs we we they don't make us no more we was it we was the last models
1: yeah you have to you have to go to the uh To the Salvation Army to get one of us.
0: Yeah, man. I I just, and I know, again, the thing that you would think is to progress and conform and, you know, hey, it's, you know, times are moving along. We need to change our thinking. I don't know. There are times where I challenge myself to do it. I, fuck
1: this. Well, I'm going to be honest. If if that's the if that's the direction they're going, and someone yells at me, are you going to fuck a dude? I'm going to be honest. I'm 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 pussy forward from here till I die. Right. And I and that's nothing against any dudes. A-
0: and that almost even segues into what we were thinking about last yeah. night. Yeah.
1: Um, I have nothing against, like I I have nothing <laughs> against dudes that are gay. I'm just I prefer.
0: This feels like where the Mission Impossible music should come in. Don't put it in, Steve. But it feels like we're about to
1: touch on something we, that we, the, the, we're not we're supposed about to, to we're about to walk my
0: baby um, last night after the show we're at Copper Blue uh,
1: next door to uh, where we are at, at the, the Improv at the Improv in West Palm
0: and I mean to our left it is fucking uh, it's raining man hallelujah it's raining I mean five dudes who was just I think the only thing that kept them from having a full out orgy was that it was in public, uh, and I mean they were all over each other. And again, let me let me. Here we go. I, I'm for everybody, dude. Love is love. Do what you do.
1: It's a Seinfeld it's, moment. Not that there's anything wrong with it's, that.
0: It's, it's, it's go for it, baby. Um, but again, I think that people should be allowed to have have feelings. As long as my feelings don't infringe upon your physical safety, uh, any kind of harassment, um, denying you any of the things that we all should have available to us under the law, Uh, people should be allowed to feelings. Listen, I guess what I'm saying is you don't realize how much you really love pussy. Till you see eight dicks in a in a football huddle, uh, I don't get it, dude. I, I don't like like listen. But we're not supposed to get it. I, but you just said we're supposed to all be in this mind, yeah, yeah, yeah get, Of acceptability, but yeah. But so we, we're supposed to get it. But that's and that's, that's what, what we're crucified for we're not, not getting, getting it. it. You're right. Like how dare you not get this? Like, dude. Uh, You got a fucking full-on Jesus beard. Um, And like one of the dudes was caressing the other dude's jaw. I just thought to myself, to put my man hand through your whiskers and hold your jaw in my hand like you're a piece of fruit that I am picking a spot to which I'm going to bite into. Something about that just feels crazy to me, and, and it makes sense because that's not our flavor, right? Like, like I just think about the, the what is it—the yin and the yang. Yeah, like there's a there's a there's a philosophy to that, right? Right. Supposedly, yeah. For every opposite, of every action is a reaction. You can't have light without dark, salt without pepper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like a woman's body is purposely soft. It's on purpose. This is by design. She's soft. She's gentle. She's, you know, you touch the booty and the thighs. It's like touching jello. The way it wobbles. Men, we're we're built like desk wood. You know, we're hard with jaw lines and, you know, tough tissue. And when those two things come together... The balance between hard and jiggly—it—it—it—it's it, a perfect eight finger lock, finger lock. It, 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 it the, the key fits the hole. Two brick slabs
1: clanging. How is that comfortable? But it, like I said, that's not our flavor. That's their choice. And and and, and, and again, but did it make me uncomfortable last night? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. It made me uncomfortable. I was, but the, on the other side, if there was five, if, if there was a group of five or six guys and girls that were trying to be all over each other and grab each other the way those dudes were doing right. it, it would have made me a little uncomfortable. Really? I would have been like, you know what? You could go somewhere. Fuck else. that! It'd make me pull my dick out. Yeah. Well, right I, on the table. No, nah, no, nah, <laughs> no. I, I have. I, I would. I would be like. That's pretty. Is, is aggressive as they were being. I've heard people say that. I don't buy that. I
0: would be. I, I think that sounds like someone trying to go. Hey,
1: don't think I'm because I also. I don't buy that. No. Okay. Let me. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna phrase this exactly how I felt about it. If it was. If it was male and female, I would have been like, that's pretty aggressive for out here, but it wouldn't have made me feel uncomfortable. Why? Because it's male and female. What I'm used to. What I know. Right. And I'm not and, and that's why I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with what they're do with what anybody wants to do in the in, in You ma- naked man feet are, 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 are. Dude, I don't even really want to get I can't get that detailed. Like that I know, really, but I'm just saying like a man's
0: foot is specific. A woman's foot has a little bit of a uh, it's almost like there's no bone in it. It's just all cartilage. Like it just it's just flesh. Men got bones everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know women got balls in their feet. I'm just saying, like, a woman's foot, like, and I suck women's toe. I like feet, nice feet. A woman's foot just feels like a baby hand on my mouth. A man's foot feels like, you know, you're being smacked in the face with a barbecue grill. It's just, it's aggressive.
1: But it's to each his own. And I get that, and I get that, but... It just is; un- it's still uncomfortable, oh. and I'm going to admit that it's uncomfortable. And I haven't advanced myself in the way that I can be, that socially, that I'd be okay without feeling any uncomfortability with listen, the two dudes making out next I, to me. I, I, listen,
0: I know there are women out there who got bad tuna, right? We've all run across some bad tuna, but I I, I would really love to know, even from a woman's perspective, because I'm assuming. That's just she's not doing proper maintenance. Um, I could be wrong, but I would assume, because most women I've had, you know, pussy smell right. You know what I mean? Smell, you got to, got a, you know, a, a, a nice thing to it. Um. So, I, so I, don't, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn, but I just know what, from what I, my experience has been, it's been great. Um, You, 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 you scratch your nuts and smell that shit? Yeah, it's not good. It's like, and again, even when you wash your balls. Still smell. There's still a, A like everybody didn't make it out alive. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's a couple of hostages left. And I just, I I, I go, how do you? Put that near your nose, but, uh, but it must like, be like
1: actual balls but a woman, on your nose. But if a woman sucks your balls, if she sucks on your balls and she sucks your but dick, I also, she smells that same
0: But thing. no, I think that's where the yin and yang comes in. I think there's something about a woman's yin that they can handle our yang. Yeah.
1: Okay. Like they're like they're built chemically in the face to go ooh n- 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 nut scent. So the two gay dudes that they, they've they've obviously figured out their yin and yang. Nah, kind of they 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 okay, f- they they fighting. Okay, they fighting through hostile territory. What what if it was two women though? And this is where this is where the, the, the catch comes in. What if it was two women that were sitting next to us and they were trying to make out with each other? Would you have any? Would that have that any effect on you whatsoever? Would, would that what, what would nois- that make you uncomfortable? What noise is this? <laughs> That's your dick coming out. Dick just hit the table. Okay, pull my dick out. Okay. So why why doesn't that have the same effect on you? Because you see it as you see it as two beautiful women just doing women's. Shows. I still think scissor sex is wild because I don't see
0: how much you accomplish, uh, but, um, dude, Here's, nuts and dick is it's it's the battering ram to the SWAT team. It's right, what they use. Yeah. To, Kick the door down.
1: I don't want that poking me. See, It's aggressive. And I, say, I, and I, and I think this is where it's at. Is, is, uh, as a dude, we know what we do. Right. And we imagine if we did that that way, right. that's aggressive as fuck. And when you see a woman, and it would be two women, and we know how we work whoa, women. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go ahead. Well, when, we, when it's two women, we see it as sensitive and, and we see it as soft. But from what I was told by other women, my sister's a lesbian. So would, would, dude, I am learning shit you about know. you. I should already know. No, you didn't know that. Cocaine niggas robbed you, and you. Just by the way, a to, to the lesbian. Dude, by the way, to the dude who thought I was still doing cocaine. Right. Uh, let him know that I'm not doing cocaine. That I was just I'm my fucking. son. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Did I show that to yeah, you? You showed it to me. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, my I'm a, I happen to be a Jew with regular Jew nose, Jew lungs, and older, and I'm fucking losing it with my sinuses. No, yeah, he's I'm
0: Jewish. In. His nose is ridiculous. I'm not. He doing could anything. sniff coke out the bag without.
1: I, I'm not, not, the not bag. saying I wouldn't do it. If I could have some Bolivian Coke that was pure and clean, I would fucking do it right now. Right. But I'm not doing any of this bullshit that's here. Right. Anyway, okay, back to where we were. Um, but from what I understand from how women have sex, it's not uh, It's – two women aren't – it's not soft and kind like we're thinking about well, it either. Well, listen, I you there, see me do this, But, yeah, you and, see yeah.
0: me do it on stage where I will ask two lesbians because, again, my assumption as a man that doesn't right. know is – I would think with the equipment they're working with, or lack thereof, oral sex has to happen. Right. You got to eat the pussy. Yeah. It ain't like you got dick. But then I, to that, I go, well, is there anything past that? Like any form of penetration. And, you know, most times one of the lesbians will go, yeah, of course. Dildo strap on. And that's my aha moment where I go, so really y'all like dick? They like dick. They just don't like what come with it. Meaning the man himself. Yeah. They like they shit a la carte.
1: But the actual physical dick, yeah, they just don't want a man attached to it. They like the penetration. That's how they still get off right. the same way. But it's pretty aggressive because they know exactly what they can do and how Dude, far they can push
0: again, it. again, school of Patrice. Uh, uh, Patrice was arguing with a girl on Opie and Anthony. And she goes, well, well, how come you won't let us, f- you know, w- what if we bench you over and fuck you? And Patrice goes, you bitches always want to put a man... In a compromising position to prove your dominance, you guys are the fuckies. We are fuckers. Y'all are the fuckies. And you know, I'm going. Listen, have you ever just? I've done this. Have you ever just sat around in your room, or you be by yourself, and just while you laying on your back, stretch your legs, and just put your legs in a V position, like you, you know, the letter V, while you're on your back, and your feet and heels are pointed towards the ceiling. That's not a man. You feel very vulnerable. Like no man is supposed to have his legs cocked in the air. No man is supposed to be in doggy position with your booty out. That's a very, I'm a victim position. (laughs) No, we're we're, we're Neanderthals. We're King Kong. But when I beat a bitch, when I beat some pussy up, and I know I've done my job. I'll jump on the bed and beat my chest like the ape. I've done it. I've conquered the
1: pussy, so they're just conquering some other things again,
0: you know love man it's all love baby i, I just
1: but we're trying Ooh. to get we're trying to catch up we're trying to no catch we're up. not I'm trying to catch up I'm trying to be a better person, yeah, well. I'm Shit. trying to be like. When I,
0: I get out of Shawshank, naturally, I'll come meet you
1: on the beach. No, but yeah, I'm going to tell you something that I noticed about you last night when this was going down, and I'm going to tell you why you're a better person than you think you are. Here's what happened last night. So there's these five guys that were kind of going at it, touching each other, hugging each other, whatever. Yeah. And they were sitting, and I was sitting next to them, and you were sitting to the right of me, right. next to this dude who was starstruck and drunk. Keyword: drunk but he was so starstruck and drunk and you were sitting next to him and right. he was star- he was starstruck. Uh, he's more drunk. And he was more drunk, but he still was, you know... He I, don't, went- I
0: don't believe that if he wasn't as drunk as he was, me being somebody, if that means anything, would have meant
1: something. But there was a point where you said, hey, can we switch seats? Right. Because you would rather sit... Those guys were bothering. The gay dudes were bothering you less than you knew. This fucking dude next to next to you.
0: I couldn't get past that that pathetic face. When you see drunk people and
1: they're alone, but you could tell they they want a buddy, and I j- I'm not you so this was my point you would rather sit next to those dudes and have nothing to do with them but have them next to you than deal with and have to talk to the dude that was drunk and wanted to talk to you about aries spears who still at the end walked up to you stood there for like three or four minutes until you finally looked over so he could get a picture with you right (laughs) so you are more advanced than you're saying you are you just don't want This this is where i have to take my
0: hat off um to women uh and I've said this before. Uh, being a famous guy is like being a pretty bitch. You, you you get you get what you get from dudes what they get from dudes, which is the sad part about it, because you would much rather get it from women. But dudes be the worst groupies. You I could feel this motherfucker not stop looking at me. But you gotta you got like you know out of the corner of your eye, this nigga's just hitting me with the Sarah McLaughlin, you know, money angels face. And as soon as I make contact with him, he, we gonna talk. He gonna talk to me. Yeah. So I gotta keep. You were scared. I, I gotta keep. I'm at the urinal, staring at the wall. Focus. I can't look left or right because the minute I do, yo, you looking at my dick. So my focus is I'm on. I'm looking at that fucking wall tile. I I
1: just ugh. You would. It was so funny to watch you because you did not want to get into that conversation because that would have been a. You would have had to leave because that conversation demanded. But so 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 you are more advanced. And here's the here's the last part of this whole this whole thing. As dudes, sexually, as a dude who's into women, yes, we're sexually into women, but it's only sexual because as dudes, we'd rather hang out with other dudes. To a degree, yes. Depending on on what it is, what what, what the activity right, is, right. but for the most part, the things that we enjoy doing, it's dude esque. Yes, we want to go to sports games. We want to do the things. We want to play. We we do things. We're very dude set. It's very it's very odd that the things as men that we like to do, let's say just sports, going to games, doing that kind of thing, yeah. is some of the things that gay dudes don't want to do. But they want to hang out with each other sexually, right? But they don't do that other men stuff. The men stuff that we do. Well, they
0: do, but I can't help but think part of the allure is beyond the game itself.
1: Okay. And I'm and, and I'm and I'm, gen- and I'm generalizing. Oh
0: my god, he's swishing the baskets, the balls through the swish. Oh my god, did you see when he dunked? He ate the whole dick
1: when the dude dunked on him. He ate the whole dick. I'm generalizing here in a very big way, right. but what I'm not generalizing about is most men enjoy being with other dudes, doing things with dudes, not sexually, just dude stuff. Dude stuff, but that's the key words there, dude stuff. But that's it's, it's, it's a weird dichotomy, when you dissect it, that we want to do all dude stuff, and our girls drive us fucking insane. Right. Like, their world could work out. I mean, I understand what they're working for. I just can't right. get past it because that's not what Listen, I want. Dude,
0: if I was a homosexual, my best friend and I would so be married. Because <laughs> me and this nigga vibe. We are motherfucking Batman and Robin.
1: But I'm not a homosexual. But but this is just what I'm saying. It's a weird dichotomy, how we live our lives. Right. So that's, that's all I was saying. Uh, I- Since we're on the sport sports world,
0: uh, I, I got to tell you... Uh, Palm Beach Improv, the guy that runs the place, uh, Puerto Rican cat named Justin, cool as fuck, he told me some shit, dude, To just, oh, God. You know, I got the man, since we now we're talking gay shit, I got the man crush on Mike Jordan. Yeah. Um, I love Michael Jordan. He told me that Michael Jordan came and saw Cedric the Entertainer at the fucking Palm Beach Improv. Yeah. Now, this place holds 500 people. Of course, Cedric sold it out. He goes, yeah, man, um... One of Cedric's people called me and goes, yo, Mike is coming. And he didn't know he meant Mike Jordan, but why would he assume that? So he goes, he just think Mike is one of, do all right, whoever Mike is Cedric's boy. So he goes, MJ calls him and goes, uh, yo man, uh, how do I get in through the back? He go, and, and you know, uh, Justin kind of just not knowing who he is. Yeah, just drive your car, park, and then walk up the steps. I'll meet you up the steps. So Mike is going, yeah, dude, but, you know, I need to know. Blah blah. You know, I'm not quite sure. So Justin, in a, in a in a moment of frustration, goes, "I'll come out there and meet you." So he goes. I'm standing outside. Three four Escalades drive by, and finally, this fucking Bugatti or something comes. It's fucking Michael Jordan and Ahmad Rashad, and he walks Mike in. He says he sits him in this little corner. And I go, did Mike have a hat on? He goes, nah. I go, how the fuck? goes, nobody knew Mike was there. But Mike sat in the corner, and he and he and then you guys can't see me do it, but he basically put his hand positioned over his face a certain way, palm his face, to, to kind of yeah, palm his face. And then once the lights go out, you know, you you you're cool. But I'm just going, dude. I have such a man crush on Jordan. I would have knew. I, I wouldn't. even I'd have just walked by, and I would have went oh my God, that smells like championships. It <laughs> smells like six championships. Like six championships. I, specifically, I would have knew. But if, if I would have saw him, dude, and again, like I said, I don't really get starstruck. Um, I met Ali, who I hold up there with Jordan. But again, I and I teared up a little bit when I met Ali. But Jordan, that that's the 90, that's, I was in my prime with him. Um, And I just was like, wow. And he said um, one of the things that made Jordan laugh was this comedian that opened up for Cedric said a joke about. And he was saying it about Michael, but without saying it was Michael because he couldn't expose him. But he goes, you know, people don't understand the difference between rich and wealthy rich. Niggas who are rich plan for this night. They said, hey, we got to get a babysitter. a right, babysitter. Get the car. Uh, spend some money. Drinks. Food. We're going to have a nice time. Maybe get an outfit. Uh, he goes, people who are wealthy rich go, hey, babe, you he just turned to his wife. You want to go see Cedric tonight? Yeah, but the show sold out. Yeah, I can get, I can get us in. Yeah. But there are no tickets. Yeah, we're going to get it. Wealthy rich is on, on the spur of a moment. You feel like going to Paris? Yeah. Okay, let's get on my private jet and leave tonight. But we haven't packed. Eh, we'll buy the clothes when we get there. He said Michael was dying at that joke because he was like, that's me. And I just thought, and he, and here's what really puts it in perspective. I, that same day I was going through Twitter, and there was a picture of Patrick Ewing was sitting first class on an airplane commercial. And somebody took the picture from a distance unbeknownst to Patrick. And I go, you know, Mike's got his own plane with the Jumpman logo on the fucking tail. Carol its its half the plane is colored North Carolina blue. And I'm just going—you got your—you can leave whenever you want. Go to Paris on a whim. Buy the clothes when you get there. I know I'm never gonna reach that level of fame, but god damn it. I would love to see one time what that feels like. And I got to You know, look, I know there's going to be some women out there that we call them dumb bitches that if Mike would approach them and go, hey, Miss Buzzy," No, I don't care who you are. Bravo to you, you dumb bitch, because that's an <laughs> investment. It's not a fucking. It's an investment. Um, But damn it, dude, to, to, to be to. That kind of wealth and power and fame and stature, to where you know pretty much nine out of ten bitches will tell you yes.
1: That's got to get your dick hard. I, I I think it's better than that. Yeah. I think he has to say no. To them. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. Naturally, he doesn't even have to ask. Like he he has to say no ten out of ten times. God. Because I don't think he has to say anything. God is Jordan. It's Jordan Rules. See, there's Jordan Rules and there's Jordan Rules. Right. Jordan Rules. Right.
0: <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I love that man. And, 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 and it's crazy that when basketball playoff season comes, I got to get my sword and shield and defend the Jordan Castle against all the
1: LeBron guys. Um, but it, you know what? The LeBron guys don't, have to, don't understand. It isn't Michael or LeBron. It is just... There's when when Mount Rushmore got set, and there's four Mount Rushmores. You don't take one down to put someone else up. Michael Jordan Mm. is the number one rock Mount Rushmore. Some will argue that, but he's on the he's on the mountain. Yeah, you know, people go
0: Magic Bird Michael. Then that's where the fourth part becomes interchangeable. Kobe, LeBron, Will, Bill Russell, Kareem. But for sure, I gotta go. Jordan, Bird, Magic, and then that fourth is a toss-up for me. That could be any one of those pieces I named. But uh, and, and, again, this is why I love Michael Jordan so much. Again, we were the playoffs right now. Uh, the other night, what was it, Friday, the Cavs fell down 1-2 to Indiana, yeah. blew a 17-point lead. And, again, sometimes LeBron's fire is in question. I've read – I could show you through my iPad eight books I've read about Michael Jordan, but one in particular had a had a great – I tweeted about it. Um, this is how cold Mike was. It's the 91 playoffs. They're taking on the Lakers. This is for Mike's first championship. Heading into game one, Jordan is on an elevator with teammates Will Perdue and Stacey King, and Perdue turns to Stacey King and goes, hey, man, we're going to go against the Lakers for a championship. We better bring our A game, and Mike turns to him and goes, "Shit, won't you just start by bringing A game?"
1: <laughs> Dude, did it, did it, And when you say that, and then you uh, you said these names, Will Purdue and Stacy King, right? All these people that are saying LeBron is the best, right? They never heard of Will Purdue or Stacy King.
0: What's crazy is this is how fucked up of a of, of of and and this is what because now I'm really starting to feel it with the whole. Damn, I'm getting old. Now you're turning into the old man on the porch. Get off my you kids. It's because we've really moved into a place where a lot of these diaper wearing titties on your sucking on your mama titty motherfuckers that are shitting on Michael. Let's put this in in perspective. And I, I get it. Every generation wants to believe their generation was the shit. And the generations before them sucked. Nah, we the young cats coming up. You old motherfuckers beat it. But we've really moved into a place where these young dudes who never saw Mike play are flat out disrespecting one of the greatest players of all time. Started with the crying name and now it's moved into everything. Every other tweet I read is Michael played against truck drivers and plumbers. So. Patrick Ewing. Charles Barkley, Gary Payton, Reggie Miller, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Chris Mullen, Alonzo Mourning, David Robinson, Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill. With the exception, maybe, of Grant Hill and maybe one Penny, all Hall of Famers. At one, I know, certainly, at one point, Penny... And who else did I say? With the exception of uh, Grand Hill, Grand Hill, all stars. Yeah, all all stars, all Hall of Famers. But they've been reduced to plumbers and truck drivers.
1: Yeah, they just don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. I ca- I can say a few things that I know for sure, without a doubt, that yeah. I know for sure that I can make number one. And I and, and these are the only people I can make number one. Muhammad Ali, greatest heavyweight ever. Right. To your point. I never saw
0: Jack Johnson box. But if you've done your homework on boxing, Jack Johnson was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And back in them days, they fought 42
1: rounds. Yeah. Go ahead. But Muhammad Ali, number one heavyweight. I, I give everybody credit. I give Tyson credit, but Muhammad Ali, number one. Okay. Uh, Richard Pryor, number one comic right. ever. I right. give everybody credit. There's Carlin. Never saw Ali live. Never saw Pryor live. Number one comic. Right. Number one basketball player. Michael Jordan, right, all time, right. those are three things that i I won't go into any other sport. i'm not going to try to say i, I can I could give a debate for who's the best quarterback ever I right. give a, those three I can't touch
0: right they're in a glass case in the Smithsonian,
1: and I can't touch it
0: those dude, are, let me tell you again, and what what kills me about this argument is these young kids have never seen him i'm forty three I saw him. I've seen Kobe from beginning to retirement. I'm watching LeBron from beginning to when he eventually retires. I can make the assessment. I've seen Jordan live where, again, at the free throw line, the flash bulbs, It's a concert. I've never seen that with LeBron. I've been to Laker games. I never saw that with Kobe. You see, you know, a couple flash bulbs, But I mean, when Mike was at the line, it was pandemonium and I'm just like man dude how we like and it just goes to show you with the exception of the people that saw you and that like you said with respect know not to touch you or give you your props it really this life really goes once you become old enough to to a degree you become
1: irrelevant you're not important no more Yeah, fuck you that's insane to me. But that's why everybody is afraid to get old because you you yeah. lose your relevance. Yeah 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 yeah. But that's who that that that. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's my glass case, and I ain't touching those. I, I think he, I think if and, and
0: if you're fortunate enough to have money, real money, as a dude, and you get older, you still party. You know what I mean? I was by the pool before you got here, getting a, getting a cocktail. And these three old chicks, not old, but they ain't chick, spring chickens, were getting some beers. And, I'm just looking, and they were in bathing suits. And I'm just looking at this old dye meat and lines on their neck. And you could tell at once upon a time ago, they were the shit. Yeah. And I'm just going, that must be hard yeah. to be a woman knowing you're losing your power. Because that's your power. That that's your that beauty and that youth. Again, a man can 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 get old, and as long as he's not disgusting, there are women that thought James Gandolfini was sexy. Yeah, motherfucker, bald and fat, but it was that tough guy mafioso uh, persona. Plus, in real life, he just had swag. Yeah, Sean Connery. Women have always thought was sexy. Old
1: and bald. But if you hang on too long, you become Hugh Hefner. But he still could party, though, he didn't he? He could party, but he, got, he was kind of a character of, a, of himself as a playboy. Oh, okay, well... You got to step it down a little bit. Uh, why would you step anything down? Because he looked silly. You think? Yeah, I do.
0: Andy. Dude, you can't run... As a, opposed to what? You can't run... As a, opposed to what? If you're going to be Hugh Hefner's age, right... You're going to take being him doing what he did as opposed to what? No, maybe you
1: enter with two hot 20-year-olds. As opposed to 15. Four of them, yeah. Oh. No, I mean it seriously. You, you really thought he was fucking all four of those girls? It wouldn't matter if he was fucking any of them. He's a round young twat. Yeah. That's why
0: he lived to be 308.
1: But he was portrayed. He was happy. I don't, I don't know if he was happy.
0: Oh, I, he I, was happy. Mansion, a bevy of blonde,
1: buxom white bitches. Nigga walked around in a bathrobe. He was happy, dude. When you say bevy of blonde, buxom white chicks, yeah. I I just picture you like on a stagecoach with these like women like <laughs> tied up to the stagecoach, riding it, and you were just you just like just just, <laughs> just moving down the road. Listen, dude, I you know the way you say it, it just cracks me I, up. Listen, man, it, sometimes as a
0: black dude. You know, I want to use the right word here, but you know, you feel a certain sense of, you know, when you when you fucking a white bitch, you, like, part of you is scared, uh, but at the same time, part of you feels like you know, you you you're taking you taking down the man. This is one for the team, goddamn it. You know, this is shit. I'm uplifting my race. You know, because I'm I'm fucking up with, you know, oppressive
1: energy. <laughs> So if I'm fucking a black girl, am I supposed to feel like I'm one of the good guys then? No, you f- you're you supposed to feel like you <laughs> entered the slave quarters. <laughs> and you are violating.
0: <laughs> it's always. Dude, a- whenever I go to a black strip club in the hood, like, like, and again, this is more, one of the more classy ones, Norma Jean's in Baltimore. And I see white men come in. I be like, These motherfuckers in the slave quarters. They always got to look like they ain't supposed to be there. But they have a fetish for them big ass and
1: thighs. That's funny. Yeah, I never thought about how I never thought about that others that perspective.
0: Right, right, right. Oh shit, uh, dude, we we gonna have some more for the next one because th- between the MJ, the gay shit, and the race shit. Because I wanted to touch upon um the Gary Shandling. Yeah, do you want to say that? Yeah, let's save that. Okay. Plus, I need to rewatch it, because I, I wrote down Gary Shanling and I had specific things I wanted to say, but I didn't write them down, because I thought
1: I would remember. And now I'm going, what the fuck specifically did I want to say? Well, and I think this one's, I think uh, the talking about it is going to be meaningful. There's one thing I wanted to get out before we end this podcast, though, because uh, because she's she's gone, and we didn't address it. Oh, Mitzi podcast. Shore. Mitzi Shore. I think we should just... Uh Mitzi. Because you got passed by Mitzi.
0: Yeah, but I never interacted with Mitzi. You know what I mean? But she, she liked passed. you. Yeah, she liked me, but, um, you know, again, when we talk about the generation, her era, her time in her prime was the come up of... Dice? Ro- no, not necessarily Dice. Robin Williams yeah. in his prime. Pryor in his prime. Uh, Louis Anderson, Roseanne. Those were her children because they were all...
1: Yeah, the first that you first know what I mean? wave.
0: So when I came in... Because comedy was her business, she was there. But if you weren't her pe-
1: her kids, she didn't really. Yeah, but see, you know, see, this is where me being older than you, right? As a as, you know, just in in age, but as a comic, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a not even a teenager, right? And it's sad for me because Mitzi was someone that. To me, like to get passed at the store would have been a big deal for me. buy Mitzi. Right. I mean, not getting passed by Tommy when he was there. Get, right. And no disrespect to anybody who got passed by Tommy or getting passed by... Uh, um, um, I'm forgetting the guy's name who's there now. Um, I'll remember before this is done. Uh, but getting passed by those guys, that, that's still important. You get your name on the wall, whatever. But I'm talking to get passed by Mitzi or to get to do a Letterman. I never got even the opportunity. Yeah, never I never, get I never
0: got to do a Tonight Show, a Letterman...
1: You know those are those are like little milestones that you can check right, off. That that, right. it, and this is again where we're dinosaurs. We're from a different uh, generation. That those were things that like those were accomplishments that you wanted to get. Right. And I'll never get it. I, I I'll because I came up so late. I'll be lucky to get any of that. But right. and I'd be happy to get it. But it's just not the same as uh, as Mitzi. And Mitzi was very important to comedy. The the stories of Mitzi are legendary. Right. And uh, I just wanted to mention her on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to mention this last thing as I say this. I'm trying to still figure Twitter out. Earlier, my account was temporarily suspended uh, because of, you know, I guess something I said. Like, I really wish somebody at Twitter would explain to me what is deemed acceptable and not acceptable. Because you can see actual footage, like I showed you, of people being murdered and straight-up pornography. But because of words... My shit was suspended? This is not freedom of
1: speech? This is time for Lenny Bruce uh, to be reenacted, and we need to talk about that, too, on this podcast. Yeah, let's save it, then.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we're about to
1: dive into some other shit. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, so we're bit, we were at West Palm. We had a great time at West Palm. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the Grease spot. Oh, we
0: got hot. Diners, drive and Dives. Okay,
1: we have to throw that in. Real quick,
0: yeah. Um, if y'all ever come to West Palm from Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, go check out a spot called Greece. They specialize in burgers.
1: And what did you have? I had the mac and cheeseburger.
0: I had the brick something, the Brickman, which yeah, was... Uh, it was the Brickman. Yeah. Burger with deep fried bacon, jalapenos, some sort of... I forget what the cheese was. Uh, best fried pickle chips ever that, ever. that I've ever had. The and breading. The, and my uh, my onion rings? Yeah. Fucking out of the world. So if you're a fat fuck, uh, this is your uh con, sex without a condom. Um and if you're not a fat fuck but you like burgers, yo,
1: Grease is the spot. Yep, he got it right. Guy got it right on this one.
0: Yes. Um <gäller> Spears on Twitter, Ari Spears, uh Instagram, Ari Spears official. Uh <inaudible> for all things free comedy. Subscribe to my Pandora, Ari Spears, YouTube channel Ari Spears, hit the subscribe button and this Saturday, not coming up, um what was the date? April. I don't know. I think it's April 29th. I want to say it's the 28th. Because Avengers comes. No, Avengers comes out on the 27th, right? 27th, I think. Uh, 28th. This Saturday, April 28th, 11 p.m. Don't forget to catch your boy on Showtime hosting the AVN Porn Awards. 28th. Uh, check your local listings. Lil Wayne does two songs. And watch me get nasty with these who
1: is All right. Uh, Andy Comedy. .com. You can get all my social media at the top of my page. Um, buy a t shirt. I need some money. And I had something else. Oh, yeah, we're going to be at Tommy T's all next week. At Pleasanton, Pleasanton, California. That's it. We're out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>